Welcome to the Aussie Bloggers Podcasts, brought to you by Tan and Amanda. Tan's from Write Your Cancer, and Amanda's from My Office Books, and you can find them both at Blogger Support for All. Join them as they talk about blogging, and as they speak to a variety of Aussie bloggers who share their own stories, secrets, and successes about the world of blogging. And now, here's Tan and Amanda. Hi, I'm Tan from Write Your Cancer. Hi, I'm Amanda from My Office Books. And, and we're, we're from Aussie, Aussie Bloggers Podcast. And today we have our regular guest back, Keith Keller. How are you, Keith? Hey, it's Keith in Melbourne, Australia, and you got in the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> I've sent out a tweet to show everybody what he means. Looks like we're in a coffee. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. You know, you guys are in the same room, sort of crammed into the, the sort of home office there. And from my point of view, I, I, really, I feel like I'm on the set of a Star Wars movie. <laughs> no, it's a corrugated iron on the roof of my. Oh, it could be. Could yeah, be. We're in the back, we're in the backyard of my house. You see, so we've got a proper office area. So yeah, that's probably what it is. <laughs> Keith, for our new listeners and welcome everybody. Can you give us just a little bit of a background about yourself, what you do, and we know that you are the Twitter guru, so off to you. Well, well thanks for that. Thank you for that. I've worked pretty hard on, on that idea. Basically, in 2010, I saw something from Brian Tracy, who's one of my favourite you know, speakers, and he basically said, if you don't, if you don't get out of bed wanting to be better, if you, if you don't want to be in the world of what you do, you're in the wrong job. And he challenged me and, and us in the room, what do you want to be good at? What are you famous for? What do you want to be known for? This is July 2010. And I decided of the social media sites that were available uh, at the moment, I just wanted to master Twitter. Most people are struggling with the idea that there's so many. There's currently 12 that we all have to sort of get our head around Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Google, LinkedIn, Etc. Etc. And so I just decided I'm not going to do them all. I'm not going to pretend to good at everything. I'm just going to be the best in the world at Twitter. Now I'm not the best in the world, but I'm pretty darn close, and I'm I'm pretty excited about that because I've I've nailed it. I think. Well, coming from someone that loves Twitter, I agree. You have nailed it. You, you're yeah, you're doing fantastic things. I'm very impressed. Thanks. And we're very, very honoured to have you on our show as a regular um, appearance because there's so much that if I could download your brain, I would. <laughs> a, little, a little Vulcan mind melt for bloggers, yeah? <laughs> that's, that's two science fiction references in the same podcast. <laughs> there's got to be something in that. <laughs> live, live long and pl- prosper. <laughs> now, we had um, a Twitter challenge from you last time you were on, which is about a month ago um, in between our recordings. And um, what I'd like to share with you is some statistics. Now, some of the some of the, the shining ones have been Mama Chat, which is, of course, um, Jodie Denson. She's a blogger. Now, she started off with the um, four-week challenge at 290 followers and she's doubled her followers to 579 now Trish who is I'll get her handle right so that everybody can find and have a look her handle is Trish 
at Trishal, which is T-R-I-S-H-A-T-R-I-S-C-H-E-L. Trishal. Trish, oh, well, there we are. I've been corrected by <laughs> Now, she's into public speaking communications, helping bloggers do public speaking who are introverts. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, she's gone from 90, wait for this, to 380 followers. Well, that's four times, isn't it? She's yeah. quadrupled her following in four she weeks. She has. She's really been doing very well. Um, Aussie bloggers, we've gone from 461 to 686. And we've got three awesome new guests from doing the challenge. So thank you very much. We've got um, the look of Claire. She came on board from Twitter. And um, I can't remember the other two. There are future guests, so we won't spoil the surprise. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, what you're saying there is really, really relevant because in a, in a world where we're really, really, really busy, like, I mean, we're all just so busy, the question has always got to be, why Twitter? Why is this thing that Keith talks about so good? Why is he so passionate about it? And so what you've explained there is that several examples of people who have used the Twitter 30-30 model for 30 people a day for 30 days, they've done it and they've seen a tangible benefit. And you've even gone one step further by saying, of those people that have followed you, you've got three additional guests for your podcast. There's a tangible benefit in doing the work, yeah? That's right. But we all know what bloggers are interested in. If they're on any social media, it's not show me the money, it's show me the readers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, look, I'm actually really excited because I, I, I want to – because a lot of people were saying this week, geez, it takes a long time to do this Twitter 3030 thing. And I said, well, that's okay. How many readers do you have now? Do you even know? And would you be interested in getting more? And I can almost categorically uh, tell you that you will get more readers by using Twitter. 82% of my downloads, 82% of my blogging traffic comes from Twitter, 82%. Mm. And they stay about four minutes. They usually uh, look around and, and look at three or four blog posts while they're there because I've got a sort of a collection now. And you get them into the zone. They're there and then they look around and then they become a fan. And then you end up chatting. They come on your show or they download your book. Or they come to your event or you meet for coffee. And one thing leads to the other. My gut feeling is that Twitter really is the engine that drives that. And I've got categorical, categorical proof that it works for me. You've now mentioned that it's working for you. Why do you think people are still not doing it? Is it just the time or are they still a little, little bit fused about how to do it? I, look, I honestly believe it's, as bloggers, they're finding it challenging just to be consistent with time. But we did have two comments about the curation process. Mm, they mm. found that consistently finding new content to share other than just their blogs, they found very um, overwhelming. And some yeah. of them, I'm sure, even though they haven't said that, I think they dropped off because it just was too overwhelming a prospect to try to work out. Well, let me give you some tricks because I've got some. Ooh. I know you love Flipboard and yes. I love Flipboard too. Yes. Flipboard is an app on both the iPhone and the Android. I've got a Samsung S4, so everything I do goes through my Google filter, not my Apple filter. So I've got a Samsung S4 and the Flipboard app sensational. You just type in a keyword, whatever it is, Rio Olympics, storytelling, you know, 
Sherlock Holmes, whatever you want, whatever you want to talk about, and there'll be all of the recent articles that other people have done about that. Amazing. Yes. And then there's a little button that says share this, and you click it and you send it. Now you can do you can do ten a minute. It takes you less than a minute to find great articles and share them, and then you're done. Yeah. yeah. Is this how you use Flipboard, or do you do it this way? I, I actually use it as well to if I find some really good blogging articles or websites which curate a lot of the information that I like to share, I actually follow them and I categorise them in the Flipboard into magazines. That's what people do. They categorise them with them. But let me share another another app that I think is actually miraculous. It's called Nuzzle, N-U-Z-Z-E-L, and I can say Z because we're in Australia. N-U-Z-Z-E-L if you're in the US and Canada. And what it does, it's an, a miraculous app that basically tells you what your friends are tweeting about. So basically you go into Nuzzle and it says, okay, this article has been retweeted by six of your friends today. Mm-hmm. The, you know, they're your friends, so chances are it'll be interesting. And what it does is it just catalogues them in order of uh, the amount of activity. Yeah. So if there's, a, if there's an article about the Rio closing Olympics, and let's date that because it is uh, it's, today is the closing ceremony, I think, of the Rio Olympics, and there's six articles about that, and you're interested in that, you can tweet it too. If you're not, that's okay. You go to the next, and you just go down the list on your on your phone. Well, you can actually do it on your desktop as well, but mostly on your phone. You're having a coffee, you're out and about, because it fits in with our lifestyle. That's the most important thing. Ten minutes you wait for a coffee at Starbucks, you're on the bus, you're waiting in line at the bank, if anyone does that anymore. You know, you're stuck in traffic. Don't do this while you're driving. Please don't try. (laughs) But you know what I mean? You're stuck on a train, you're stuck on a tram, you're waiting at the airport. The the real trick to this is fitting it in when you can. It's not not putting yourself in a room and forcing yourself to do it. It's, you know, you're actually at the cafe waiting for your friend to come. She's three minutes late. Well, you could go on to Nuzzle and tweet two articles in that time. You could order a latte and just enjoy the sun, pat the dog or have a chat to the baker. You could do that too. And I I advocate talking to real people, but I'm talking this idea of fitting everything in. In a world which we all know is super busy. And just on that too, Keith, um, I think it's really important to, to point out that you wouldn't just go and and share the very first one that was there if it had no relevance to oh, course, who we're yeah. talking about. Because uh, I, can, I can imagine that some people go, oh, oh, like Amanda and I actually sitting here right now looking at Nuzzle on the screen and, and I'm going, oh, wow, oh, wow. And it would be easy just to go share, 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 share. But if Family Flying Airline Reviews has nothing to do with um, your business blog, then you obviously wouldn't go yeah. and do it. Thing, I, think I, think you're right there. You, you've got to have some discernment. And I'm, I just assume that most people would, but you're right. You could be forgiven for thinking, that's had six retweets in the last hour. It must be really possible, mm. popular. Mm. It's got nothing to do with everyone else seems to like, like it. Mm. Tweet it. Mm. Now, that would probably be a, a, you know, quite a silly strategy. But if you, if you could combine some business acumen, with this intel that says here are the 12 top mm-hmm. articles that have been shared in the last hour and six of them happen to relate. The thing that's great about Nuzzle, which is so much better than Flipboard, if you push the retweet button, it brings the photo with it. Oh, wow. That is that is great because quite because often that's a, that can be an issue. 
Yeah, well, when you do it on Flipboard, it doesn't, mm, which I find right. really quite annoying. So I end up going back when I'm in the office and doing them again. But because I can't stand tweets with no pictures in them, because mm. that's a very, very key point. Mm. You know, tweets with pictures have something like 49% more. Yeah. But Nuzzle, <clears throat> Nuzzle brings the picture with it. Uh-huh. So. So you know what I've found interesting about Nuzzle, Keith, as I'm looking on the screen now because it's all come up. And this is the first time we've seen it. We've never <laughs> seen this before. This is the first time. But what I've noticed is if people are really using their lists, now I can see on the right-hand side it's got um, your other friends, your other feeds, which are it's showing all my lists that I have on Twitter. And what nice. I can do find really interesting is I can click on any one of these lists because at, at the end of the day people complain about Twitter being too spammy there's a lot of advertising so I use a lot of my lists to drown that and make it more friendly but yeah. Nuzzle then allows me to go through and click on my different lists and while a lot of the bloggers haven't shared any news articles in the last 24 hours what I see is this could writers and journalists have a whole heap of topics can easily and very quickly go through and see if there's anything there worth sharing and just share it. So that's another thing people can see. If they don't want to go to the trouble of seeing like 200 pages on Nuzzle and go, well, I don't want to share this, well, then they can make a list on Twitter with all their bestie besties that they love to read or all their mates who are bloggers, and then they can click very quickly. It takes 30 seconds on that list of their mates and then share articles. Bang, it's done. I know. It, look, it really is a miracle. I've never used that function before, but I'm going to start using it. The other that's very important to know about that now is that you can use it on a keyword. So, okay, you, oh. it's fine to work out what people are doing, but just we want to go to the Millennium Falcon and see what, <laughs> all, what other people <laughs> just say. Yeah, we, we've got this theme going, the Millennium Falcon, and you Google the Millennium Falcon, there's all of these articles that have been written about the Millennium Falcon in the last month, say. And back to Tan's point, you want to retweet relevant, targeted material that's related to what you do. You blog about dot, 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 Millennium Falcon, Star Wars, Spock, Live Long and Prosper, just say you're a science fiction blogger. You might want to then go and find other articles, assuming that if, if, if I've written an article about the new Star Wars movie, then if I do lots of tweets about what other people have said about the new Star Wars movie, people are going to sort of find my feed engaging because it's not all about me because you know, most bloggers can't blog more than once a day. Most mm. most bloggers only once a week. So you, you're going to find a lot of trouble, and this is exactly what you're saying. Oh, I'm thinking it's also blog. good for block headings because, I mean, I can see one here saying the Millennial Falcon, why Gen Y is a hand solo of the workforce. There it is, see? As bloggers, you can use it for your block headings too because you're seeing what other people are using go, oh, so if you don't know how to do a heading for your blog but you've got your blog done, then I can see you can use Nuzzle to find pretty cool headings too. And I think what we're doing here now is we're starting to talk about the tools that make this process, first of all, fun, but second of all, engaging because I'm guessing, and we started the call with this, the reason why you want a blog is you want people to read your blog. I'm just guessing. 
you know i used to write songs and and i used to play in a band and i i wanted people to come to my gigs i didn't just didn't want to play in the bedroom i didn't want to play in the garage all day i want to do gigs i want people to cheer and shout and sing my songs and i'm guessing that's the same with bloggers yes you write a blog you want people to read it hmm. Yeah. So, and, and Twitter is undoubtedly, in my opinion, the best way to do that. It's undoubtedly the best way. Oh, look, I mean, you're preaching to the converted with me, but I think at the end of the day, but one thing we did talk about, which I thought was a really good point, Keith, is that there will be bloggers out there who are getting some great readers through Facebook or Instagram yeah, already. Yep, yep, yep. So then why would they want to move over to Twitter? Look, I, I think this is actually a very important point. We talked about this before the call, and I, I want to be want to wear my heart on my sleeve here and say that if you are making progress in other sites, I would be the last person in the world to convert you over to Twitter. If if you're already getting traffic on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and Google Plus, then stay there. Please stay there. But if you're thinking, you know what, I'm not getting enough traffic, I reckon I can do better. If you think, I reckon I can, do, I can get more, I'd like to get more, then I think Twitter is worth trying. I, I've tried all of the social media sites. I've tried Pinterest, tried Stein, I've tried Google+, I've tried Instagram, and I can tell you for sure that I get 82% of my traffic from Twitter. And it's not through lack of trying the other ones. I've tried them all. So I think... Knowing what stats you're getting and then running some robust experiments can help you there. There's two ways we can do that. We can talk about Google Analytics in general, which is a bit techo and something you'd need to talk to your web designer about, or we can talk about Twitter Analytics in particular because the new Twitter Analytics configuration is so miraculous. Well, you, okay. you can, yeah, so, right, Keith, how know. about we talk to bloggers because we're encouraging them to use Twitter yeah. – and we've got two other podcasts that they can go and listen to. Why don't we talk about the Twitter analytics so they understand what gold yeah. they're missing out yeah. on by not what using gold. it? Yeah. All right. So if you want to go to Twitter, just go to uh, anna.twitter.com or, most importantly, top right-hand corner of your Twitter feed on the desktop, there will be a, a, a really quite lovely graph that will say your tweet activity. And I'm looking at mine, and ours are saying we've had 17,000 impressions over the past 28 days. Yep, 17,000 impressions. Yeah. Yep. Now, the, the thing I love about Google Analytics is that you can actually go really, really deep. So if you click on that 28-day drop-down box, it means you can actually go into the last seven days. Okay, so we can go to last... Whereabouts is that, Keith? Because I'm a bit... Yeah, yeah, top right-hand oh, corner. Oh, the last... Okay, there we are. So we can click on the 28-day area here. Maybe what I should do is I should put this on Twitter. Do a video now showing what we're doing. Let's introduce this. So I'm just going to go through, do there, and I'm going to go uh, done, and we're going to go to the camera, and I'm going to go video. And I'm going to show this so people know what we're looking at. Now, remember, this has been pre-watered. So um, if you are listening to our podcast and it's, you know, five, six months down the track, just go out to Aussie Bloggers Podcast. And we'll, Twitter, and we'll, and we'll, we'll embed this Twitter link in, 
in the post. Oh, okay. So we're going to go to Aussie Bloggers Podcast website yep. Yep. and you'll find this video there. Yes. Tan's going to embed it. So I'm taking this now. We're going over to the shot that he's talking about. You can see that this is our Twitter analytics. So you would have already clicked through and said, okay. Now you can see here what we're talking about with Keith said, he said 28 days. See this area next to the export data? So you can click on this and you can see we can go to the last seven days and voila, it's gone from 28 days to now the last seven days and it's showing on the video we've got 4.9 thousand impressions over this last day period. But Keith, you know what I'm noticing? I'm seeing that there are days where we seem to have more activity than others. Yeah, and this is this is the fascinating thing to know because the in the very basic thing of what you said there, the, the default position, if you go to analytic.twitter.com forward slash your username, then you are, you'll find that uh, the default position is 28 days. But you can also check it after the la over the last seven days and most importantly, you can check it over the week, the months thus far. So we're in August now, but it's the end of the month. So it's going to be slightly different than the 28 days, and it's a much deeper dive than the seven days. Why that's important is that you can see which posts, and it gives like the top 20, I think it's the top 20. If you just scroll down, it gives you the top 20 posts that you've done, how many people viewed them, how much engagement there is how many retweets you've had, how many likes you've had, and it gives you an indication, okay, this particular part the Millennium Falcon, this is thumping it. I might do that again. There's a, there's a big theme here that people are talking about. I think there's some funky uh, ideas going on there. I should do a series of that. But then you might actually do something about Star Trek and think, you know, I'm a bit surprised. I'm a Trekkie and I, I, no one liked that one. I'm a bit disappointed. But at least you know the likelihood of getting more traction on that is low. And I'm guess you can get you can get a little stuck on the stats. But I would imagine, I want to give you a really cool example. My wife and I were walking down the street in Hampton. And we saw this guy dressed up, playing guitar really well in a restaurant that looked really lovely and there was lighting and there was sound and there was really great amp and he had this really lovely guitar but there was no one in the room and I'm, I'm my heart went out to him I'm thinking how long is he going to be able to do that he got dressed up he got all this gear he rehearsed his songs they plugged it in he was playing it's about nine o'clock at night but there was no one there to hear him <laughs> oh that's terrible and I'm thinking how is he going to get another gig would the guy invite him back maybe it's his friend and he said, okay, well, try again next week, and then if no one comes, we'll have to give it up. But how demoralising is that, that he's gone to all that trouble to play all these songs in a really lovely shirt with his shiny guitar, and he set up all his guitar, and, he, and it sounded amazing. But I was the only one that knew that. Did you and I was walking past. And I was walking past. So the point is, the blogging is the same sort of thing. If you were blogging and no one was reading it, would would you would you mind? Would you would you still do it? And some people would, and that's great. But my gut feeling is, if you blogged about a certain subject and no one read it, and then you read about a somewhat similar subject that's still relevant, and lots of people read it, you'd just do it again, mm. wouldn't you? Mm. It's just good business sense. 
Keith, Amanda and I are both sitting here nodding our heads in full agreement with you. That's all we have for today. Thank you so much for being our guest as always, Keith. And if anybody wants to get in touch with Keith, obviously Twitter is going to be the best place at Keith Keller. Also, while you're on social media, head over to Aussie Bloggers Podcast. Find us on every channel and we'd love to hear from you. Until next week, have a great day. Bye. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Aussie Bloggers Podcast. If you would like to become a part of the Aussie Bloggers Podcast family and suggest a featured Aussie blogger or just to say g'day, visit Tan and Amanda at aussiebloggerspodcast.com or at bloggersupportforall.com. If you'd like to leave a review, they would love that too. Keep an ear out for the next Aussie Bloggers Podcast coming your way soon.